0: It's coffee club time. to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oni, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more.
1: You may reach us by calling 646 646- 8769923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 2877234600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store.
0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks.
2: Well, a very good morning to you on this, what is it, January the 11th, a day before getaway day. Uh, Hopefully that's getaway. We'll see what the airport does in the morning. Right now, it's not so good. But if we get away tomorrow, we'll be leaving for fort myers on to naples tomorrow afternoon so um we're getting ready to travel and pack things down i don't i've got pretty much everything there so i don't have to pack a lot you know just my meds and things like that for my trip and a few wires and a laptop but we're pretty well ready to go but we'll be doing that tomorrow afternoon. So that's going to be a busy, busy day. But at least flights to Fort Myers are one way. I mean, they're they're nonstop. So we've got a real busy show today. We have a, a demo of a cordless, um, what is it, vegetable chopper coming up in the second hour. We've got a company that's given us a lot to talk about. We've got a chicken in the oven in Pennsylvania, and they'll get to that more in a minute. And we've got Ira, and we've got Ira, and we've got Ira, and we've got more news on the blind shell, too. So we've got a lot going on, and Jeff's soft hands will make an appearance. So, you know... He's the only guy I know that cultivates to keep his hands soft, So, but we're going to give him a hard time. He had a birthday last week, Jeff did, so we're so glad that Jeff turned the big the 7 seven oh. That's something to be proud of, Jeff. Thank
3: you, so, Bill. Thank you. That is
2: something to be—that's why you keep those hands so soft. You know, <laughs> that's probably true, uh, and that's that's why. Well, I'll cut mine a little short, and I'm fine, and we'll turn it over to Jennifer.
4: Well, good morning, everybody. Has built said, hey, tomorrow? Hopefully, getaway I'll day. Agree and uh, I what last week I set the printer on its merry way and. Went back to old school braille rider to do work I needed to do between now and then and I miss it already.
2: Yeah, you do miss it. You do. You do miss it. Anything else going on with you?
4: Well, we sort of celebrated Jackie's birthday yesterday. Yeah. We did. She's had a birthday week, I guess, because Saturday her sister came over <clears throat> and, and we had dinner and, and then yesterday... We had donuts. We started a tradition around here. Well, I guess she started it one year because she got up one morning on her birthday and decided she wanted donuts and she ordered them. So after that, on people's birthdays, we've been getting donuts.
2: We get fresh donuts in the box. So we've been doing that every year. So she kind of shamed me into it. So we, we do that every year. All right, let's go down to southwestern indiana more precisely owensville indiana and see what's going on with michael law
5: well good morning everyone um yeah lots of stuff going on because not only we have the ira price increases to talk about and you know uh uh, bard coming to the line show classic but also uh there's some new voice innovations coming out. Uh, Apple's announced that they're going to publish books using artificial intelligence for readers, and Microsoft's got some new technology they call Val E, Val-E, V-A-L-L dash E, that lets you, supposedly with just three seconds of your audio, uh, they'll be able to create something with your own voice for reading and whatever way you want to use it. And there's even other technologies that let you do the same. And some podcasters now are considering just writing their scripts and then using it to create their voice. So a lot of stuff in that space, if there's time to even talk about it, or maybe we'll research and maybe gather some voices in future weeks we can play for you, because they're not the voices like you would think of with your screen reader. These are really some pretty decent sounding voices, almost human. I mean, there's usually there's certain things like dollar amounts and things like that that you go, okay, they're not quite getting it right, but pretty impressive. It makes me wonder, when are we going to get these with screen readers? Because we really have the potential to have much better sounding screen readers. But other than that... Um, yeah, just uh, kinda getting into the new year and uh mapping out my goals, but that's kind of what's going on here.
2: Very good. We'll get to we'll get to those top stories in just a few moments. We'll get to everybody's conversation, so when you get on, keep it to point and say what you're going to say and we won't extend you on for a long period, but cuz we got a lot to cover today. So, anyway, Next up is Chris and Dave in Central south-central Pennsylvania.
1: Well, good morning. We're fine. Um, we do have a rotisserie chicken in an oven we got over the weekend, and it's it, it works well. Um, it does have an app. It is possible, if you're careful, to control it without the app, but you've got to be really good. I mean, you've got to really... Pay attention to those real fine clicks, but it it will work. I wouldn't want to do it all the time that way. Uh, it works very well with the a lady. Um, it's the best app I've ever seen working with her. Uh, they did a pretty good job with that. The app is okay. It could be better. There are things I'm going to suggest that they add because they say they're interested in accessibility. So um, we'll see how interested. Uh, but it's we we can use it. Um, if there's a learning curve for sure, but we've had it four days, and this is the third thing we've made in it. So,
2: and that's called the Breville called the
1: Breville Jewel J O U L E model B O V nine five zero,
2: and that's the top of the line, right there. And it's it's like Wi-Fi, half
1: the price of the June, maybe slightly more, but it's about approximately half the price of the June.
3: But I, I shouldn't ask. Well, let me ask you a question after the after he's done all the introductions. I'll ask you a question then, okay, Chris? Okay.
2: All right. So we'll move around and go to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Tim.
6: Good morning, everyone. It's uh, horrible weather here, and uh, I'd like to maybe join Bill and Jennifer in Florida, but uh, we're. Uh, have an ice storm. Metro Transit, our our bus system, is totally shut down. Uh, they haven't announced when they expect to bring it back up. Uh, the trains are running still, but that's it. Um, and uh, schools have been closed, a lot of them, and and uh, a lot of workplaces have canceled their work and things like that. Otherwise, things are going well. And always looking forward to my show at eleven. And my countdown tomorrow night at 8.30 Eastern Time. Well, that's when the countdown starts uh, from 1963.
2: So- yeah. You know, I had a little problem there this morning, Tim. You go into Dropbox, and I'm I'm loading up all the material before the show, and there was a few conflicted copies in there. Not mentioning names, one of them is talking right now, and one of them is the famous Dave Record and somebody else. And you know, I'd have to delete them three times before they'd go away from Dropbox so they wouldn't be in there. Have you ever had that problem where you've got to do it two or three times just to get it out of the Dropbox?
3: It's usually two that yeah. come back all the time. Yeah, because someone else is sharing the folder, and that's why they won't. They, they, they're trying to not. They give you a warning, but you don't always see it on the screen. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: There we go. So that's kind of, yeah. So Tim, you're ready to go and give you a hard time and see yep. what's uh, next. I guess let's see. We've got Jeff in New York.
3: Thank you Bill. First of all I want to thank everyone who wished me a happy birthday. It was great. We had a, I had a good time on Friday night. I went out with uh, my buddy JR. We went out to TGI Fridays and that was good and then on Saturday we went to Buca di Beppa. And I, I I never can pronounce that right. With family style Italian dishes. That was good. So I really can't complain. And as I told my sister, they say I'm 70, which I know I am, but 70 is the new 40. At least I hope it is. That's all I can say. Everything is good here. That's all I can say. No snow. We have had the warmest January so far in quite a while. I mean, it was very cold this morning, but it's going to be up in the 30s, maybe 40 degrees. But for this time of the year, not having any snow in this, people who own ski resorts around here are complaining because they have to make all that snow, and if if you don't get the right temperature, you can't make snow. So that's all I can say
2: very good all right well let's open up those lines and get to it so we can get back to it so if you can please 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 because we are making podcasts of this when you call in try to cut out the background noise as much as possible please all right let's go
3: all right i think joe was the first one on list So if Joe can unmute himself, we we got you, Joe. Okay,
7: good morning, Coffee Club Land. Anyway, it's 40 degrees, cloud, rain,
8: wind advisory up to 51, down to 28 tonight. So I'll I'll do talk about the Carol Countdown show later and other stuff. Okay, take it away, Ellen.
1: Good morning, everybody. And uh, we're we're just plugging right along. Um, I had a... An experience when I when I went to Fox and more um, the other day and well I had three watches I'll just make this really quick oh uh, basically I had three watches that needed help one of one of them just need batteries which I took care of and the other two uh, well they still need the others need help but that's pretty much my timely story I can elaborate later if you want to know but <laughs> anyway that
8: was my cookie for the for the morning.
2: There you go. All right, thank you, Ellen, and have a wonderful day, week. You'll be back in, I'm sure, um, before this show's over. With chef right. next.
3: next on our list is Gail Gruber. Thanks. Go ahead, Gail. I hope I'm unmuted now. You, you are, Gail. Go ahead.
1: Well, everything is going well here. Um, I would like someone to send me some information about Ira. I'm kind of interested, and. Uh, I'll try to keep this brief. We've got all kinds of ice in our... Wendy had one heck of time trying to get in here because of the ice. She managed. She made it fine, but it's really not very nice up here. I wish I could join you, Bill, in Florida and visit my brother, Terry. If you ever run into Terry and Iris Ruber, say hi for me when you're down
5: there. (laughs) That's about it.
2: We'll do that.
3: All right. All right, next on the list... It's Beth Moline out in uh, Minnesota as well. Go ahead and mute yourself, Beth.
9: Okay. Well, we, we're we having, I think, the same thing that Tim, that you guys are having down there in the Twin Cities, the Plastid Ice storm it takes our activities director only 20 minutes normally to get here but she said today that it took her an hour i feel so bad for her so that these ice storms are messing it up for a bunch of people a bunch of things that we wanted today was going to be our 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 lunch outing we were going to go to some of us were going to go to pizza ranch and i was so looking forward to it but i i'm thinking right now i'm just so glad that everyone is safe where they are (laughs) <laughs> but
3: Maybe I'm, Pizza Ranch will deliver your pizza to your apartment day. Uh, you guess. know,
9: I wish they would because they, they they say that we have to call Doordash to do it now. And I'm thinking, well, I I don't know. I want to trust them, but I I don't I don't know what's going to happen because I really like Pizza Ranch's chicken and their waffle fries, and they've got, always got the good ranch dressing there too.
2: Well, give them a try. If, if you can't do it on your iPhone, you can always use, what is it, Go Grandparent.
9: Yeah, that's true. It might have to pay a little extra, but I think I could do it. Right. <laughs> Maybe well, several of us could get together. You know, I hope that... I, I I respected what you were saying about the background noise. I hope that I don't have any... No, things. you're good. Oh, good. I just wasn't sure because... No, 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 you're good. Like, oh, I just want to be on the safe side.
2: <laughs> no, and everybody's on the safe side. It's just... We're we're just trying to do it so we can make our podcast a little easier to edit and a little easier to do. It's nothing right. to do with anybody personally, but you know, we just that's all we ask. This
9: right, and I just wanted to ask you how to respect, yeah. because I I, no, I do no. respect all of you. <laughs> no
2: problem at all, Beth. No problem.
9: Great, Beth. Yes. I have a question.
2: Okay, did
1: you get my? No, it wasn't you. I'm sorry. Never mind.
2: Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Beth, we you're fine.
9: Great. <laughs> so, um, the last few days we've been having some fun activities. There was one time last week where we made some. I don't know, was it last week or the week before? We made some um, snack mix you know, with the rice checks and the cashews and pretzels and a couple different kinds of cheese and crackers. And oh my goodness, it was so super. <laughs> yeah
3: do, do, do you like cooking Beth?
9: Yeah, I miss my own cooking. I used to make some lemon pepper chicken and rice in my when I was at the other building where I used to live and you know I was told I could do that stuff here, but I have to have someone help me with the stove because it's not marked
3: well. That's certainly not something that you might might be. Maybe you can get your brother and sister in law to help you market.
9: Well, I mean, we don't have a stove in our apartments.
3: Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Yeah,
9: I mean, I I know you wouldn't have known that, but no, we have one in the activities room, and that's a stove that's not marked yet. (laughs) Maybe
1: maybe you could ask them if. You could mark it as long as it didn't mess up the printing for other people, or maybe yeah. you could tell them how to mark it.
9: Right, because you can use maybe some of those bump dots if if our activities director Annette would be all right with it, and, and and I don't see that messing with the print. And I I use some of that. We we use that. I even use that on the washer and dryer that we that I had in my other apartment in the building that I used to live in. Oh, boy, do I miss that building. But now, unfortunately, that one is crime infested, and I'm feeling kind of sad about that.
6: I was going to (laughs) say, there are some pretty decent microwave recipes if you have microwave, and I think you do.
9: I do. (laughs) In fact, you know what happened? When I was living in the studio apartment here at the sanctuary, and I was moving in October of... 19 into this one bedroom apartment. then the one of the maintenance men brought down the, the microwave oven from there and my sister Patrice said she's already got one in here and he said, but it doesn't have her stuff on it And I said, oh Patrice, this is sweet. He's bringing down the one that has the bump dot so we don't have to to do we don't have to worry about doing that on the other. He's swapping them out
3: okay so your microwave is a, is a built in it's a, i mean it's above the stove correct um, oh well you don't have a stove i'm sorry
9: i mean it's up yeah it's up on a kind of a high shelf i can reach it but it's actually able to be it's removable it's movable i should say so that part i like but what i really like is a convection of it because i could
5: handle that too well, Bill wants to post it, I found I have 345 microwave recipes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have to put that in like a zip file, and then you'd have to unzip it. And... You,
6: you could order, there's a lot of Braille microwave cookbooks that are available from state services for the line blind. That yeah,
9: you order. So there sure are, because I used to I have mine. one. <laughs> yeah. I, I had one at one time and wasn't using it after a while. And, well, I'm sure that I could always get it again if they have another, if they have other copies of it. I didn't know for sure if I'm allowed, how long I'm allowed to keep those copies. Yeah.
3: Oh, it used to be that you could just keep them as long as you wanted.
9: Okay. That's forever. A
3: good <laughs> By the way, don't do what I did with a microwave, Beth. I took an egg and I cracked the egg and put it on a plate and mm-hmm. put it in the microwave and heated up the microwave oven. Uh, mm-hmm. And what happens when you do that is that it, the membrane on the egg is—you're uh, thinking, you're, you're thinking you're frying your egg, but you're not. Oh. Um, it's cooking it from the inside out. And <laughs> as you take it off the plate, you—you know—you put the plate on your on your kitchen table, let's say, and you hit the uh, the, the fork with your egg, uh, hit the egg with your fork, I should say. It mm-hmm. explodes all over the place and what? A mess.
9: Oh no. No! <laughs> I guess if I can boil half a bag of ice, you, you can have a blooper with eggs. <laughs> yeah, but it was
3: all, I mean, it was just a mess to clean up. My roommate and I were trying to see what it would do. I mean, when I was in college at the time, and we had a microwave, and we, we did this to see what it would do, and it was a mess. I said, we'll oh. never do that again.
6: One of, the, uh, one of the first things I ever did in the microwave
3: was I put a grape in there.
4: <laughs> Oh, yeah. my brother and I used to put marshmallows in there to see how big they get that
3: expands the grape and gives a mess all over the oven right
9: Tim? oh yeah <laughs> alright right.
2: thank you very much Beth
9: <laughs> I hope you all have a great day, great day. <laughs> alright
2: you too thank I'm glad you. you're laughing good <laughs> All right, who's next, Jeff? There is no one next. All right, well, then let's go, and then we'll bring back any more calls if somebody calls in up towards the bottom of the hour. Oh, I guess I wasn't fast enough.
3: Yeah. Well, um, uh, it's Don out in in Hollywood, California, if I'm not mistaken, so Um, can you unmute
2: yourself, uh, uh, Don? Yeah, unmute yourself and come on, because we...
8: Okay. Well, I'll make this uh, make this quick. Uh, yesterday was uh, Sandy's seventy uh, first birthday.
10: Yeah. So,
8: anyway, I uh, went out to see her. We took her to the doctor. She has a problem with her feet, so he took her to the diatrist. And I guess we got the uh, things. I don't know what they said in there because I was busy chasing around after some stuff i thought i had lost so i uh, almost lost her in the doing of it <laughs> but uh we, we uh, found her in the end and we got back home and uh we had uh, some subway yesterday I was pretty good
2: well that's good
8: yeah I spent some time with her and, and uh <clears throat> had a great day uh have and she's not with me today because we have been having some phone problems out in that part of the valley i don't know all the weather we've had Uh, did some damage somewhere, and a lot of people have had the same problem. So hopefully tomorrow we'll be able to uh, get her phone back and uh, get her back in operation. Does she have Uh, a cell
2: phone, or does she have a a landline?
8: She has a landline. Uh, and uh, So anyway, we're looking forward to uh, tomorrow with Tim's uh, show. Uh, 1963 is uh, our favorite year, so... (laughs) Uh, we'll definitely have some requests for that one. Uh, so anyway, we'll let you get on there. But I'm glad we were able to get in under the wire, sort of.
2: Yeah, you were just under, but you got it done.
8: And I know uh, my
6: promo said top twenty, but actually, I'm going to be doing the top thirty because the songs are so short. I have plenty of time to <laughs> do thirty instead of twenty.
2: Well, that'll that'll be popular tomorrow night. Thank you, Don, and happy belated birthday to Sandy. So, all right, two things have happened in the last week of. of well, there's been more more important things, I'm sure, happen in the world. Number one, the blind Shell classic two. I haven't read the YouTube um, reviews done by Michael that, um, and he because they're now, they have barred Mobile on the on the Classic Shell too. Now do you think that's a good thing, Mike? Um, I mean, it would be for me if I were a barred user.
5: Well, yeah, any user. Well, first it's a different Michael, so folks know that, but uh, yeah, it's uh What
2: definitely. is Michael's last name? He was on the show a couple of times.
5: McCarty. No. no, what is it? Babcock. Babcock. Yeah. Babcock. Babcock. yeah, Michael yeah, Babcock.
2: Yes, I like him. Yeah, he's a good guy, uh,
5: very knowledgeable. So I, I think that's great, uh, you know, because Bard was very difficult to get to negotiate. They were so worried about books somehow being pirated and everything. So that's good that they were able to to do that, but basically they had an Android app, and they just had to maybe uh, finagle a little bit to make that work. Uh, so so users of the uh, Blind Shell 2, uh, that, because I believe it's only the two, right, not the original. Right, the two. Uh, right, so that that's always a good thing, and uh, I'm amazed at what they are able to put on a phone that is really kind of, uh, I don't know how to say it nicely, it's no less specs than than a lot of the phones out there. But what they can make that phone do is pretty amazing. So if anyone actually has it installed and can talk about how it works and uh, they're able to get their books or have any problems with it, that'd be interesting.
2: And it looks like they're coming up with some more apps. Plus, um, they're trying to, I don't know if they'll get it done, but be on more carriers. Like your AT and T, like your Verizon and of course T Mobile.
3: Did you see the article that David Goldfield put on the list also about uh was it glasses for the blind shell? I wasn't quite sure that, what he was talking about. Did you see that Mike at all yesterday?
5: I don't know that had to do with the blind shell. I know I saw some Panasonic glasses, but that wasn't specific to the blind show no no
3: but... there was another message that dave that they uh, put up there and maybe we maybe okay, didn't well, get it or maybe i could I... have missed
5: that but uh yeah think of any glasses that work with it this is going to be the year 2023 is going to be the year of uh, glasses uh the more economical hearing devices basically what what you know you call as wearables uh so that's going to be headsets I, I saw i read the other day that apple It's pretty much not going to be doing anything innovative this year. All their efforts going to be on their new VR headset.
3: And so what that will actually
5: mean if the blind community can do anything with it. I mean, theoretically, it could be a tool to kind of know what's going on around you. And it just depends on what they're going to do with it. But they're already having so many software issues, hardware issues. Uh, But this is going to be the year for wearables.
3: The other thing that Apple's going to do, Mike, is they're going to—they're going to all their chips and everything is going to be done in house. It's not going to be made by other companies. That's—that's—you that's, see that as well. That—that's what they're looking at doing. As well. Yeah, and they
5: also dropped. They were going to make an SE four, uh, which they've decided not to. So, for those of you like the economical SEs, like some of us use, uh, that's uh, this third may be the last one uh, that they make.
2: And that's good. Now, will I know the glasses work? You know, you can use your. Well, the glasses, they're not actually... I don't know if you could use those on the blind shell. I would doubt it. Classic.
3: Too. No, but they were talking about something. I'm. Gonna, I have to, I don't, and I don't, unfortunately, I didn't save the message, so I, 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 but I thought maybe Mike might have read it as well. So.
5: Well, I did read one, it was just, but it was Panasonic and another company uh, in Europe that had been around for about four or five years. So I don't know if we're talking different messages, but that's what I saw, and it had nothing to do with the blind shell, at least the message I saw. It didn't really say what it was going to work with. It's its own system, you know. So it's going to have to be able to pair it with whatever device you want to use it with. It really didn't have a lot of detail. So they had
4: one message about glasses that would help people that had retinitis pigmentosa.
5: Yeah, those were the Panasonic that ones, has,
4: um, That's workable vision.
5: Yeah, if those they had
2: the workable vision, vision. It would help them.
5: You know, the, what, no mention uh, of cost. So we got to know what these things are going to cost. I'm following this company in Canada. Is coming out with a pair that's even $700, as expensive as that sounds. is much more economical than a lot of them out there. And they're taking a different approach and making it work with the existing technologies, you know, be it I.R.A. Be My Eyes, whatever. And uh, so, which I think is great if those glasses could actually, you know, you could actually talk to people and would actually video what's going on. So, literally, if you looked in any one or any direction, you'd be capturing that and sending that over your phone.
3: But that it, would be, You just said it. That would be nice if that would work with Ira because then I wouldn't have to do anything on their end. Yeah. Right. So this is going to be
5: their wearables. You're going to hear all kinds of new things.
2: A wearables, canes, that type of thing. You know, you kind of made a good segue there when you mentioned glasses, Ira, because this last Monday, we've they've been prepping this since way back in the summer. I don't know, July, August, whenever that come... In early January, the first week of January, or that Ira was going to announce a new price structure. Now, price structure, price increase, I think everybody expects those because companies have to have price increases. I mean, you go to the store, prices are up. You go to the hardware store, get some lumber, prices are higher. That's just the way of the world. It's just Unfortunately things don't go down in price. So Ira in their wisdom or whatever, and Mike you could probably tell this story better than I can, but they they release a price list and just shakes everybody up. The prices on there they're putting are the commercial prices and the rates you've been paying, some things were two or three times higher than what they had been paying. But they said if you call, you could get a lower price. They didn't put it out there so you would know, but you had to call them and talk to them and answer some questions before you could get this discount. So finally on Monday, somebody posted the prices and the prices were some lower. They actually, I don't know how they got the prices, But they did. They got the prices. And so people were a little bit mollified. But to me, it just wasn't good service or good customer relationship to to do something like this. That If we're not going to pay those commercial prices, why do you send that stuff out? Why do we need to know that and not post surprises where we've got to do it they're not giving that stuff to us for free most of us are paying good money for the services anybody want to pick this up on the panel and start
1: well they probably got the prices by calling because we called money and got all the prices um, he asked us if we wanted to a price close to the minutes we already were paying for, and I, or would we like all the prices? And I said, we'd like all the prices. That's probably how they got them, and I compared it to what he gave me, and what the person put out there was correct.
5: They And, and now you can go. There's a link uh, they put out an email. There's a link you can go, and you have to enter your name, phone number, and email address, and they will send you a PDF with the prices. I have it right here. So essentially, to, to kind of give a quick overview basically the prices they posted online were what airports and other you know public facilities who make it available uh would be charged essentially over four dollars per minute uh which they claim was also a podcast where they came on uh that real Blind tech show and the ceo troy tillio uh spoke with brian Fischler about it and explained that those were the quote-unquote commercial prices but the simple math is basically it's now about a dollar seventy per minute is what it's going to cost you. They got a fifteen minute plan, twenty six dollars. A thirty minute plan, it's right at about fifty. They got a fifty minute plan, it's I think eighty four. So like Chris did the math, it's between one sixty and one seventy five, something like that. So, um, that's about what you're going to be paying. There was no mention of what there might be any discounts like they currently have through the ACB and NFP. Those will be good through the end of this year. So if you already have a plan, you can use it through twenty twenty three. But uh, going forward. Uh, the prices are going to be noticeably more and no word about you know is it going to improve the quality of service uh, but i could see i am really it just concerns because a lot of people depend on and one of my big things i really worked toward and the reason i set up the you know my new thing for accessible ios apps and windows software is independent living and that's where ira comes in to help people you know, maintain independence, and uh, so we understand there, there needs to be price increases. But it was very poor marketing on their behalf. Very poor. They had a, you know, nine different plans with one and two and three stars, and gold, silver, and just things that.
3: Well, each of those each of those plans have three different tiers, so the gold f- and some That's you right. can That's share right. and some you can't. It's it's, it's a mess, um, public relations wise, I think.
2: And I don't know how they're going to correct this. I don't know. Maybe they don't think they need to correct.
5: Well, I think oh. that's they, they what I think this PDF is doing. Uh, here's the prices. You know, we're not going to ask all these questions. Just give me your name, email, and phone. And uh, so now you can get the PDF. And, and look through that it's a little i don't say it's confusing to read but it's got like the price and it's got all the different countries and stuff countries so and it maybe a couple times to at least all look of that type of stuff
2: now i'm not one for really caring if i give out my name and email but why do they need all of that just for a price list are they tracking something? What are they doing?
5: Well, it's marketing. They want to probably be able to get that email. Of course, now that I'm sure I'm going to be getting all kinds of solicitations of everything. I've opted in, which they probably didn't give me a choice to receive other information from IRA. It's so marketing. They want to be able to reach out to you and... Uh, I, I think in their mind also they think maybe it's keeping it from falling in the hands of competitors, which obviously they don't understand something called social media. I mean, you know, within an hour all these prices are out there. I'm sure someone that got the, well, the PDF like Chris did by calling in shared it. I'm, I understand people had access to it as early as Monday. I just got it this morning. But so it's just, it's just very poor marketing on their end. Maybe what their if Apple
2: or somebody said, well, we're going to... Raise the price on this. They're going to come out. They're going to tell you they're not going to go through this, that, this. I mean, Microsoft, anybody, they give you a price. You either pay the price or you don't get it. It's as simple as that, but... They made something it's this poor
5: marketing because by asking all those questions and people are thinking, oh, do I, do I have to be on SSI or SSDI to get the discount? And they just created a lot of unnecessary problems in communication so, and bad press and social media, which they deserve by, well, by poorly launching it.
3: If I asked you the project, and maybe maybe I shouldn't even ask this question, but you can say if you, you don't want to answer it or not. Do you think this this? is something that could uh, ultimately, at some point, put this company out of business at some point. I mean, I mean, That concerns me quite a bit, especially for those who do depend on it a lot. I don't use it that as much as other people do, but for someone who really uses it, this, this could be a, a, a make or break situation, Mike. What do you think?
5: I don't know if it will put it out of business. That depends on how well they run the company. I think it will reduce the number of people who use it. I think there will be a smaller number of people, those. I think it will exclude those, maybe in the SSI roles, those of the very, very low income. Uh, that that's my concern, but it also keeps some people from abusing it. And they wasted money trying to offer these free five minute things. If they didn't have the means, they should have just canceled it. I get what they're trying to do. They, you know, they were trying to let people see what it had the capability of doing. It was a noble idea, but, uh, I think they would have been better served. I think they did this for a very short period of time. Instead of doing this five minutes a day, they should have said, look, your first time you've never used it before. We'll give you 30 minutes, see what it can do. You know, I think it was even 60 minutes when they did it. Uh, and then that, but that's it. So I, I don't want to believe it'll go out of business. It could happen if they don't manage it well. They don't fix the issues of the delays of getting your calls answered and, and some of the problems that they're having right now. And that could uh, happen. I hope it doesn't. I just think it will reduce the number of people who can use it. Or so if you call in,
2: if I'm paying this much money for a service and I call in, right? And they say, well, I'm sorry I can't help you. I've got two minutes or whatever to go on my shift. Now you've got to back out and call back in. See that's an issue. But that is an issue
3: because when I worked on the computer help desk bill and I worked in New York State, my my hours were from seven thirty to three thirty. If I took a call and it was three twenty five, and that and that call took longer than three thirty, I couldn't just hang up on that person and say I'm sorry I can't help you. I have to leave. We had to take that call that's to Right, the you collision. quit answering.
2: Yeah, you we did too that. at the Social Security office. You just had to do that. You had no choice. If you had to work overtime, then you just did. That that's the way it worked. You had to help that customer, and to me, and we'll reach. We'll open this up to anybody that's logged into Zoom that wants to raise their hand to comment on this. Feel free to open.
4: Well, and I don't know if they don't have as many agents, or or if it's because of all the free calls or what. But I know one day I sat and waited for them to answer the phone for like ten minutes, and I finally gave up and figured out how to solve the problem another way
1: we've had some problem uh in the past well like two three months ago we haven't had that issue lately in the past couple three weeks before
3: you know but but chris if, if i were to go out of business and i'm not gonna say it won't or will but let's say it did how, how, how you use Ira a lot? How would that affect you? And are there ways that you could get around that?
2: Well, we do what we used to do before Ira, right? Maybe your quality wouldn't be as good, Jeff. But I guarantee you, if Ira goes away, somebody will try to fit into that space.
4: Well, I, I, I mean, would think it- so. If you didn't, if it wasn't real personal stuff, you could always use Be My Eyes for some things. Right. And if, you know, and if you weren't worried about what they were going to see. well, well that's the, why if, uh, if
1: you me. have the glasses,
5: you could call an ally.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, that's
5: what I'm hoping, these glasses, to get economical glasses that people can just wear them, and it'll make it easier to get assistance from just family and friends. And so right,
3: so. I mean, I could use my sister as my ally, and, uh, and, and, the, and the sister could help me out if I really needed it. So, I mean, that would work.
5: What were you going to say, Dave? What I was going to say
0: is because even if if Ira would go away, the glasses are still going to work for reading documents and all that kind of text, mail, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, we, we would manage one way or another.
5: It wouldn't be as convenient... <clears throat> but, and people might have to work to be, this is what I learned to do because I, you know, you get the free five minutes when they had that, and then you'd get 30 minutes a month. So I learned to try to be as efficient to make sure I had everything in place so that when I called them, I had whatever I needed them to look at ready to go, and I wasn't fumbling around trying to find something. Right. Right. Uh, and and of course the agents vary a little bit how how efficient they are some are good some some not quite as good but
2: yeah and some not but what I think we we're getting a little bit penalized for it's not so much the price increase but. Uh What happened earlier in Iris past when they were just giving away and doing and doing all these things at conventions and whatever, and they had hired a bunches and bunches of people, and then they had to let them go, and the company went through some serious transition
5: Well, to explain it to people they what it was they had investors uh so they had a lot of what they call seed money your your, your people invested in it you know, assuming it's going to grow and they're going to make money back on that investment. And the leaders of the company at that time squandered. There's all kinds of stories about parties and stuff they had at CSUN and different conventions. And and of course, those people are gone now. And, you know, they just squandered that money instead of putting it back into the company or setting up a reserve to deal with these things and shame on them, but that, that happens a lot.
3: You know, my first real experience with Iran, I have to tell you, it happened in August. I had gotten the new Capital One card, credit card, uh, you know, because it, it come up for renewal, and I could read the card with my flatbed scanner, but I could not, for the life of me, read the security code on that card. I don't know how they print those, but I could not read the security code. And so I had the three, three five minutes, the five minutes, because I didn't, I didn't, you know, and I, and I never used Ira really that much. And I contacted Ira, put the credit, and, and I said, "This is what I want to do. Tell me how to, how I got to place my credit card." And the whole call took two minutes. She read me the security code. She said, "I'll give you the card number, and I, although you say you have it. I had that all, and it took two minutes, and I was." Boom. Boom, bing bang, and it was done, and that was what convinced me to go to Ira because there was no one I could talk to at that point. I couldn't contact my sister; she didn't, she couldn't help me, and I didn't have anyone to con- to, to, to deal with this uh, issue. So, if there are times when Ira is really, really, really essential, and that's just one aspect of it.
2: And you know, oh, uh, we
4: use it a lot of times for airline, to get airline tickets because the websites are so hard to to navigate and use.
5: So when we have to go back. I was, it made me think about what we did before we had Ira, even what we did before we had Uber and Lyft. You know, or we go hire a driver or hire a reader. I remember doing that in college.
3: Somewhere. I did that in college, Ola. You know where the problem's coming, uh, by the way, and it, it is it is going to be relating to us because some airlines are now getting rid of their telephone customer service. And if, in, unless you can do it on the web or you have someone that can help you, at some of their websites, you're, you're right, Jennifer, are horrible. You're in trouble. Um
4: well, and I don't think they should charge you. If they're going to not make their websites accessible so everybody can do it online, then they shouldn't be able to charge you if you have to call customer service to make reservations.
5: And I think it's very important that if that does happen, there is a web accessibility. Bill and hopefully gets introduced here in the new Congress again. That we actually become advocates and contact our uh, representatives and senators and say, "Look, you need to support this, and here's why." Because they do want to hear from people. All they hear from is the lobbyists, and it really makes a difference to take that time and actually call and, and express your concerns. It, it does. I've learned that from doing the, uh, you know, these events with NFP over the last three years. It's not as
4: once like for a while they used to threaten that they were gonna charge you to talk to a teller at the bank. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, they get a little carried away but
1: Well, that that's like tipping, you know, there's been a big thing out there lately about oh some of the checkers at grocery stores are asking for tips and stuff like that. That's, That's just
3: ridiculous. Well, what about the what about the restaurants? And I have no problem tipping. I always tip twenty percent. I always do. I mean, I know these waitresses don't make a lot of money, Chris. But I had a restaurant that put the tip, the gratuity, on my bill without telling me, and then I went and tipped again because I didn't realize they put the tip on. And then my daughter said to me, "I should have told you, Dad. They put the tip on your on your bill." So she got a forty percent tip. That's a lot of money. I'm sorry to say it that way. Though. Well,
5: and, and like what Chris is talking. Talking about, I heard a podcast about this. There's a lot of other things that you wouldn't expect to be tipping for. Right? I don't
3: think I should be tipping the, guy, the person that bags my groceries. I'm sorry, that's you know. I, well, I, then a, now they
2: want you to tip for delivering your packages from Amazon.
3: You know, I I, I refuse to do that. Considering I pay for that service uh, <laughs> with my Amazon Prime. Sorry, that's not happening. Right. You know, I'm not trying to be cheap, but it's just not happening. I'm sorry. Um, next, next, what about what about if I go to a gas station and the guy pump my gas? Am I supposed to tip the guy for pumping my gas? I don't think so.
5: There aren't too many of those left.
3: Well, there are a few. Did, did you know that in the state of New Jersey, um, there are, there was, I don't know if they've got the full service, if, if they have self-service, but in that state, there were no self-service gas stations at one time. It's all full service.
5: Well, I remember as a kid, right, you know, when I was younger, having those, but now you don't see those too often. <clears throat>
3: Well, I sure hope that they can straighten this IRA thing out, Mike. I, I I totally agree with you. Um, I I think it, I think it is a very essential service. I know a lot of people who I don't I don't use it a lot, but when I do use it, it has been very very vital to me. So I think it's a very exactly.
5: I don't use it a lot, but when I travel, it's something I like to have, and uh, I may now may have to look more at Be My Eyes. And they do have minutes you can buy, but those are not. Offered any discounts, so you can buy like twenty-five minutes. That's a hundred dollars. Again, four dollars a minute, or you know, one hundred ninety dollars for fifty minutes, or three hundred sixty-five dollars for one hundred minutes. And I just really worry. A lot of people just aren't going to have that. And those. Are but
1: I wonder if the minute prices, since they released retail prices for everything else, I wonder if those are retail prices. Well, I mean. In that first
4: letter that I got, they said that the the per minute like the extra minute prices weren't going to be as they called it offset
5: yeah they call it this new pdf refers to it as a discount right it says like 15 minutes is 65 dollars but it says you get a discount of 39 dollars and it's 26 dollars so they're calling it a discount
2: before they were calling it something else and you know but it's like if they can't verify your income, why are they making you call in and asking you what your income is? And
5: so what, what, what I Some gleaned marketing. from that podcast, Bill, what they were trying to do is there were individuals who were getting assistance from their employers, maybe state government or whatever, but they were paying their rate instead of the government rate. You know what I'm saying? They were using their personal, they were getting the discount.
3: Well, I think the, they want I the think...
5: agencies, the, the businesses, airports, whatever, to pay the, you know, if you're an employee of a company, they want that company rate, the full rate, instead of what, you know, for you as a company and in, as an individual and getting that rate. Uh, they're going to get the webinar tonight, Bill, so tonight, yeah, it's
3: night. Yeah, tonight, tonight
5: 6:00. at
2: 6 o'clock, and if you obviously notice, they've lost a lot of those sponsors. Remember, it used to be Target, or well, maybe it still is, I don't know. but, yeah, but think about it, $4, $4 a
5: minute. I mean if you need help for 5 or 10 minutes you may spend, they're going to pay more to them than what you actually buy in that store. I I, I agree of,
2: with you Michael
5: the it's not cost effective for them that it's a noble idea but who can afford that?
2: Right right I I agree with you and you know agree with you 100% but I think to get back to the original point I'm saddened for the people who can't go along on the IRA journey because of it being cost prohibitive you know that's what you know the, the IRAs are going to come and they're going to go when what they did with their marketing snafu and it's just not us saying this it's, you know this is other people is, is not so good so who knows
3: well, so my question is: Would it be worth it for me to wait? Um, since I have my discount up until the end of the year, so it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be necessary for me to call Ira now to talk about the, about their plan change. Oh, well, no, use what you got if it meets your needs. Use it for less right. Of
2: use year. it for what you got right now. Why are you going to make, make point, yourself pay year, more?
5: What, yeah, they make the point. They'll see next year what the prices will be based on inflation, economy. If they get other corporate, you know, infusions of, of cash,
3: but I don't know. It's well, it's but, going to be interesting to say the least, but it, it like I said, it is a good service. It's
2: um, a wonderful I, service.
5: There's, I, no I just one. worry about the people in the very low. I've always, you know, I'm always an advocate for those with with less means, but it is it is what it is. It's, it's uh, what's well, the old saying, you got to pay to play. That's unfortunate. It's the real world. And. If you don't have money, there's things that we have to do without. But, you
2: know, what worries me in this country is, especially in the blind and maybe where we're living at right now, the state, I don't mean to make generalizations, but there's such a digital divide. I bet if we ask a lot of people, can you do DoorDash on your own? Can you order your meals? Can you shop with your phone? I bet a lot of folks can't. Because- right. So, is it
5: is it that they just technically can't do it, don't know how to do it, or is it just cost factor? They can't afford the extra fees that come with a Doordash or, you know, Uber Eats or.
3: Well, part of it's the technology. There are, I mean, whether you like it or not, there are those people, and I know someone who was like this. No matter what I do to try to show them how to use a touchpad, uh, you know, like an iPhone with, with using the touch control, you know, t- tapping here, tapping there, they just can't do it. Maybe it's related to RLF. Maybe it's related to the premature birth. Maybe it's related to spatial relationship. I don't. I am. I'm not a doctor. I don't have the answer. But there are a lot of people who just can't grasp this technology, Mike. And that's that. That's not going to change. I mean, that's just the way. But that it is, is, is correct.
5: But if they can use a keyboard, then they should be presented with that option. Because unfortunately, I see a lot of blind people who try to do everything with voice, and they only use their phone. With what they can make it do with their voice. And voice You're doesn't always so work.
2: Much. You know, we have that problem around here, and or a lot of people just can't use Zoom, won't use Zoom, and that doesn't cost them any money usually. Now, a lot of people have learned to use Zoom, but the problem is with, like, if the blind shell could use Zoom or if the blind shell could use, you know, with the buttons like that, I'm sure competition will take care of that, um, where they could order their restaurant meal on the blind shell or whatever. Because, say, well, their fees or whatever, Mike, by the time they take a taxi there or however they get there, that's going to offset whatever fees they might pay, you know, back and forth. And you know how reliable taxicabs are.
5: So, exactly, yeah. It's, you know, I love it all, but, but there you are work. a lot of people, uh, I don't know if it's neuropathy, but right, they're just, they can't, their hands shake, they can't do the the tapping and, and those things. You know, it's we, not, you it's it, a, not
3: only that, it's a skill set, Mike. Well, Therapy, that, well we, it's, yeah. it's
5: also a fear. Some people are just afraid, I'll mess something up. And I think a lot of people have the capability, but they, their own fear prevents them from going forward. I
2: heard, and I think, and I hope I didn't miss here, Beth, well, can I trust her? She said, I don't know if I can trust it. Well, they're no worse than anybody else that would come from a delivery place, probably. I don't...
5: Yeah, uh, and I mean, you know, of course, with all the ice up there, they may not even be driving today. Well, yeah, but
2: I mean, any other day.
5: Right. Yeah, there's a fear factor. If there's a mistake and she lives in an apartment, they could deliver it to the building or take it to the wrong place. I mean, I've had to go down to my neighbor's house and and, and get my food. I mean, I've had to do some things that... I had to do it for groceries. It happened twice, two days in a row. Uh, I'm sorry. Right, so then somebody
2: that does d- happen. It does happen, but.
5: And
3: talking about cabs, Bill, if you don't have Uber or Lyft here in Albany, New York, there aren't any private cab companies anymore. There's maybe one cab company with four cabs. That's certainly not going to cut it.
2: No, there's just not cab companies.
0: Bill, well, I got to live- I got, I got change the subject real quick for a second. <laughs> we just got the message on uh, Oven and said. Winner, winner! Time to check your chicken. The chicken is done.
3: She said dinner. so <laughs> rhyme, right? Winner, 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 winner. Winner, winner, dinner, man. <laughs> winner.
2: Hey, Jeff would take his soft hands and dive into that chicken.
3: I, I, so would Dave. I think Dave and I would have a fight over what. Uh, I'll take the leg, Dave. I well, like you can't
2: fight Jeff with your soft hands.
3: No, that's right. I can't. I, does I bet it, it, make it smells it, does good? It,
0: it sure. The whole place smells like chicken. Does it
3: make a beeping noise when it gives you a notification? It
0: got like ten beeps, and then the message came up on the...
2: And iPhone. it said, "Winner, winner, yeah, <laughs> winner, winner. Your chicken is done. Yes. So, what are you going to have with this chicken?
0: Well, that's going to rest for about thirty minutes. So, so mm-hmm. you know, because the thing's got to cool down and all that stuff.
5: Now, is the oven touch itself hot? Because Chris had mentioned that, that it, it was does.
0: The, the oven does get hot on the side. There's
5: a voice from the past. So if you touch the wrong place, you could burn yourself? You want it closed?
0: Uh, I think you could touch it. I touch it, you know, when yeah. it's hot,
5: but you just don't leave your hand on there. No, it's is not
2: it, unsafe or anything like that. It's is, a, is, it,
5: is it bigger than its toaster oven? Uh, yeah, how many quarts is it? That, that's uh, how they measure those, right? Quarts?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. Chris will be back here shortly. She would know more than that. No, more
2: but it's not. It's bigger than the June oven, Mike. Okay. that
5: is? So, I didn't realize, and the prices of these things can come down. They were talking about the June oven, what now is five hundred, but it started out as fifteen hundred. No, how
2: about trying a thousand?
5: Oh, it's still thousand, okay. Yeah. Yeah, this this oven uh, here is eighteen hundred watts.
2: Not only that, but that oven, yeah, the June oven's gone up to about a thousand, even if you can get yeah. them now. And
3: so what I didn't know is that Weber bought the company out, so uh, you would have thought that maybe the June oven would become more accessible with Weber owning it, but it's not. So
5: well, there's just so many things: ovens and air fryers and devices in that space. I think Sanji. But came he cooked the it.
2: chicken, and you can put a fourteen pound turkey in this sucker.
5: So, how
4: do they, how, where, how are the elements in this one? Are they like a gene?
1: They're not plug in exactly. I don't know how they work, but there's two on the bottom and four on top. And, Mike, they didn't give me a quart measurement. I don't know. I just but, know it's a little bigger than the June.
2: But you can no, do a 5-pound chicken, Mike, and you can do a 16, 14-pound turkey. This is a
1: 6-pound chicken. Oh, is it? And you can do a, yeah, and you can do a 14-pound turkey. Well, I five a one five for Dave
2: and one for you.
3: There that's right. Yeah. Can I, that's right. Can I ask you a question, like, for cleaning? Maybe I'm maybe and maybe I'm I'm not sure if you know yet because you haven't used it enough. But you know when you make a chicken and that thing, even if you put it in the in the roasting pan when you when you're roasting it for the rotisserie chicken, I'm not sure how you do that. But um, how do you keep the sides of this oven clean? Is there do they recommend how to clean it on the inside? Like you uh, they
1: use? say it's nonstick. They recommend a damp cloth. Some lady said she uses a magic eraser. So oh, that's like the Mr. clean.
3: That's
5: interesting. I wouldn't have thought of putting those in the oven.
3: You mean oh, like, a, like the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser? Is that what you're talking about?
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, One okay. other question. Tell them about
2: what you're using that you've demoed on here before. The uh, What's it called? The... Where you put the thermometer in the chicken. Oh, the meter. The meter. M-E-A-T-E-R. And it's wireless. And you put that in the chicken, and it then tells you when your chicken gets up to 165.
1: Yeah, I know that this, this oven said it was done at the same time that the meter got up to 166.
3: That's pretty good, Chris.
1: Now, it's not connected to the oven, but that's how closely these recipes are timed. This was an autopilot recipe for rotisserie chicken. It doesn't actually have a rotisserie, but it turns the elements off and on and simulates the chicken turning, even though it isn't.
3: Now, does this oven? Let's say, let's say I have this. I don't know if there's a recipe for this, but I buy these Barbara Chicken Kiev things. So I put them on a cookie shit. I bake at 350. I, dip, I put them in frozen. I bake at 350. Can you manually do this kind of stuff with the oven? In other words, I, can you? Can you? Is it? Is it convection as well, or is it just? Well, uh, well the
5: new it. ones have detection, right? They can tell when it's browned to the. Uh, no,
1: tournament. this oven does not have a camera. Okay, um, but some
5: of them do, right? That's uh, some of them
1: do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you can tell the a lady open jewel. And she will say, hi, I'm your jewel oven. What would you like to do? And you say, bake. And she says, at what temperature? And you say, 350. And she says, for how long? And you say, 30 minutes. And off you go.
3: But is it convection as well? Yes, Yes. there is. Mm -hmm.
1: Actually, there's a super convect too. If you want
2: it a little crispier.
3: so let yeah. me ask you a question. Would, would, the, would, would, the, would the convection, would this oven vary the time at which I would do with my regular electric electric stove in my apartment? In other words, if I normally bake it for 30 minutes, would I decrease maybe four or five minutes on it at that point?
1: Probably not. It says that if you use convection, <coughs> it will adjust the temperature.
5: Yeah, so
0: you don't have to really
5: have to worry about it. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy technologies. I was hearing about this new Samsung oven that... It detects 80 different... You put it in, it sees what... It, like Chris was talking about, some of them have cameras. It sees what you've got and automatically sets the, the values and has some detection for browning or certain temperature and then, you know, automatically turns it off so you can literally go take a nap and your food's ready. But said it has no handle to it. I thought, well, that's kind of brilliant. But I don't know. So there's... Amazing stuff, kitchen. Right, yeah. By the way, amazing. Don't tell too
3: many people about my cooking skills, Chris, because that's—I. That's Jeff-proof. To...
5: That's what you need, Jeff, an oven. You just put it in, it looks at it, and says, "Okay, these are your little."
3: you You're, right. you're <laughs> right about that. I, I do believe we have a hand raised, and I guess who it is. Uh, it's Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? Let's see what he
11: knows today. Yeah. Well, you're just talking about the subject. uh I just saw on the news or heard on the news all of yesterday. So it's THE CONSUMER PRODUCTS ASSOCIATION, WHAT THEY CALL IT, CES. THEY'RE STATING THAT THEY WANT TO BAN ALL GAS RANGES BECAUSE THEY FOUND THE GAS RANGES Causes obesity and lack <laughs> in children, and my theory is turn the dumb TVs off in the in the games and take the phone from running them, them go outside and ride a bicycle instead of electric scooter.
10: No, <laughs> not the reason, but I have, no hearing, I have
5: been hearing, I have been hearing in some different media that right they do want to get away from that and go like for heating to do, go more to the heat pumps and get away from natural you know, gas. No, it, and,
3: I think New York is New York. Jeff is New York going to go? They go they, they want to do that. I'm not sure if it's got if it's if it's been legislated as the law yet. But They want to make it so that when you buy a house, it can't have gas heat. However... I think that if they did try to do that uh, by, by by making a federal law of banning gas ovens and stuff like that, that that would go to the Supreme Court and there would be a court fight that could last forever on that. Because uh, you talk about all these uh, ovens and stuff, I said, well, we might as well get used to them
11: because if we're going to do a gas we're going to have to wind up using them things anyway. So, and I don't know, I just, I just don't understand how they think they're going to do it because if they're going to convert everything to electric. How are you going to produce electricity? There's not yeah. enough sunlight to make enough solar energy for everybody, and you have to have gas, or the, the most dangerous thing is is uh, uranium fired. Uh, Electric processing
3: plant. Well, we have. I, I, I at my apartment is all electric care bills, so I don't have a choice. Um, but my sister well, will you tell you, like that that she will tell you that that she likes cooking with gas better than electric because she feels that uh, gas is much easier to regulate the heat. It is. Uh, it's a lot easier to oh, cook with is, gas, and is, I know yeah. it is because I had gas. So well, I lived but, in New York City, and we, we, we didn't have electric. Everything and gas was gas. Heat's a speak. lot
4: warmer. Gas heats a lot warmer right. too. It makes you feel a lot right. warmer than electric heat. Well,
5: well, right. and they're and they're barking up the wrong tree. If they're worried about obesity, then they need to. We're looking at the foods. All the the manufactured processed foods and fructose and
11: everything else. It's exercise,
3: right. Yeah, I don't want the government regulating anything. We have too much government. I'm a libertarian, Mike. I I think we have too much government regulation as it is, but that's just my opinion.
0: Well, the the problem that's going to be if they take, if they would, you know, discontinue gas, um, I think you're going to have a lot of trouble with gas companies, oil companies, and because that's going to be that would mean well like here we have a gas furnace and a gas stove so that would mean that we would have to Completely redo the furnace, switch it over, and a heat pump won't work. Real well.
5: I, I don't think it would. Be no, I do think. I don't think. I don't Dave, think, it's I think it'd be more that. of a future, like a twenty-year plan, of yeah. twenty forty, like new. Anything new, like if your furnace went out, you'd have to replace it with.
10: Yeah.
4: Not not only that, but if they made you do that, then how could you use like generators, like you have, Dave?
0: Well,
11: that would be a problem. Right? Could so use it when you when you lose power, you lose power because your generator can't.
5: And then as that's happening in that transition, when people are switching over, there's still people using gas. They're going to pay exorbitant fees because they're going to have to, you know, smaller number of customers.
3: Right, yep. right now, they said this is not a law. This is their. their this is only a proposal, and they're going to take comments on it. And you know what? Politicians work by being elected, and uh, and and the government works by with people being elected. And they can't make these rules like that without th- that. There would be such a fight in Congress about this, Mike. It couldn't happen overnight. It's not going to happen today or tomorrow. It just won't. Oh no, it's not
11: going to happen right away. Oh, I got. An Another question to ask you people: uh, I don't know if any of you guys got any of those stimulus checks during the during the COVID thing. You know, that's fourteen hundred dollars or six hundred dollars, whatever it was. You know, I I received some. It went into the bank automatically. I never touched it. I just left it there. I got a letter the other day. They want the money back plus interest. That's not. I have never. Are you sure it's
5: it a, it? like that. a scam. I think that's a scam. That's what
11: I got to
3: check. I got to check too because I mean it, it comes the IRS. No, no, no. The IRS, the IRS wouldn't send you a letter to try to get the money back, Bill. That's a scam. It is a scam. Uh, is scam well, that's, that's scam. that's what I
11: thought. Because I, 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 I talking to a friend of mine last night. He called me, and he's all upset because, well, we worked together for 30-some years. He still works there. But his mother is on Social Security, or I guess, SSI or something, and all that stuff. But she gets snapped. You know, I get, what, the food stamps? I guess they call it Snap now. And she got a letter. She they, they want six hundred some dollars back because they overpaid her. I told them not. Uh, yeah,
0: that's, that's overpayment scam. Man. That's. Right. Well, there's a lot of those these days.
5: Yeah, it's, scams oh, are going up. Email, phone. I've got
3: calls from collection agencies saying that I owe money from a collection agency. That, 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 that if I don't pay it now, they're going to they're gonna contact my employer, and they're going to contact my county. First of all, I don't work, because I've been retired since uh, since 2010. <laughs> Second of all, I don't know any, any, anyone any money.
5: Well, you did the, right. you see, those yeah, auto-warranty calls. Good. I bet everyone's had those, and they said that two people were responsible for you know, like 12 billion calls. Almost all of them were just two people that orchestrated hey. that, so. Yeah. Wow. I've got
11: but I'll tell you what, Bill. I'll tell you what. I got Bill, one from, a Rick- got one and, from a Ricky Levy that they keep saying he owes money, and that's been going for 30 years.
3: I'll tell you what, Bill. <laughs> why don't you do me a favor? You send me the $600 check to my house, and I'll make sure that it gets well invested wisely, okay? Yeah, right. I know. Okay, right. <laughs> okay? I'll, I'll make sure it gets invested uh, wisely. In to, in oh, to oh, the, into thing. the, I, into into I, the Jeff funds. Go yeah, ahead. Can I ask you one more question? <laughs> on, my,
11: on, my la- on my desktop, I got Firefox on there, and I've got Google, and I've got uh, Micro, Microsoft Edge, whatever it is. Okay. The other day, I clicked on the Firefox, and it comes up says Firefox is corrupted, cannot read What's that? what is that I can't find any answer for
2: it well in a particular case like that you'd you better just go in and uninstall it and then reinstall it if you want it back if it's not going to okay. read or whatever it doesn't take it doesn't hurt anything to uninstall it because you probably don't use it that much anyway not use it that much anyway
11: right. but no, just go ahead I and uninstall to it the other day for, and it said uh it's been your firefox being your Mozilla M Mozilla Firefox been corrupted. Huh. Be,
5: you know, okay. I, uh, to you I you wouldn't know, get it, too concerned but, about it. You might be able to go under help and update. Maybe you can do an update and fix it, or like Bill said, just uninstall yeah, and reinstall. I'll, I'll, but,
3: I'll see. I just thought I'd ask you. Yeah. yeah. So what about if maybe it's a web page problem, too, Mike? What if he went? To yeah, maybe it's just that website he was on. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Because they've just so,
2: changed uh, to a major update here in the past three or four months, so give that a try. And- yeah,
5: I've had some issues with it, uh, but they're supposed to come out on. 109 is supposed to make it even more accessible, but... So it's been, a, it's been a little flaky. Uh, everything's
2: supposed to be more, 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 more.
11: Yeah,
5: I know, I know,
2: I know. It's just like all your software for WordPress going to be, why well, wasn't it accessible before? They keep going. It's going to be more, going to be more. Same thing. So,
10: okay. yeah, Bill, yeah.
2: just the other day on the radio station, we were on there, and the power went out.
11: We oh, had, yeah, yeah, Monday, right, Monday you did. Just- yeah, you Monday you just dropped off and all of a sudden I think it was uh wasn't it Carey? Yeah. But- bill's not here anymore and I, and I paid attention i said that's right he's not the lady a She's not on there so it and just and just he just went out for a the minute sound that you weren't on there you just you just you were talking and all you the you things did you you see your power went out of the house
2: yeah at the house
11: <laughs> oh, oh okay. you forgot
3: to pay your bill bill
11: <laughs> yeah oh, <it's,
4: laughs> something must have got hit or something because i was out here in the office and i heard this snap and then the computer went off and
3: uh uh-huh. it might It, it might have been a transformer. That sounds like a transformer that got hit in your neighborhood uh, Jennifer. Yeah.
10: yeah.
2: Well, well
5: transformers are a boom. Yeah. I mean, they're allowed to snap. Yeah, and right. Power allowed, line broke.
3: Depend
11: how far away it was from you and where your transformer is. You know.
2: But they got it back on right away. Yeah, it was like but by then it, it broke connection. Yeah, they so. reconnect
5: them. It's amazing. My sister uh, worked for power company. It's amazing. You know, Every hour your power comes from a different place. They negotiate. They bid for prices right. like between maybe 10 till till 15 after and then they decide who gives them the best price. And so the next hour you be coming from Florida, next hour from New York. It's crazy the way it works
3: and thank god Never we have know. thank god a lot of states have this big power grid because if the power if they didn't have power grids they'd be trouble that's why texas has had so much trouble because texas was not on the power grid remember that mike uh, yeah i
5: do well they have their own a the few states have their own
2: yeah Well, I suppose we better start turning it over to Chris and Dave. Do you want to say anything more about your oven and introduce your recipe? You want to do that and then go, well, maybe then we can come back and if they've got any questions.
1: Okay. um, The oven is doing well. The demo is a cordless food chopper by KitchenAid. Uh, It's five cup and... uh, Did you want me to do the recipe now or do it when we get back?
2: You can whenever you want to.
1: Okay. I'll do it when we get back because I don't have it quite pulled up yet, but that's fine. But the All right, we're gonna do
2: your what's your demo on today?
1: The cordless KitchenAid Food Chopper.
2: And it's let's see here, it's
1: it's under cordless, it's thirty two minutes.
2: All right. One, two, three, go.
0: Good morning everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today, we're going to talk about a device that I really wanted for Christmas, and it is a KitchenAid cordless rechargeable food chopper. I think I got all that right. And um I'm going to have Chris give you the information about it and then we'll get in to taking care of business.
1: <clears throat> this really is what he wanted for Christmas. Uh he does do most of the chopping around here. Um KitchenAid first of all for those of you who may not have know or may not have paid attention is K I T C H E N A I D. So uh Amazon it's model Well, there's a couple of models. They're the same. They seem to be only different colors. There's KF, as in Foxtrot, CB519, and then there's KFCB529. There doesn't really seem to be any difference. They both come with the stainless steel cutting blade and the um, whisker, the whisk disc. Um, So... I that's I, if there's a difference I couldn't tell it um, on on Amazon right now it is currently available for seventy three ninety seven now I also you have to look on down to find that price the first price you see is eighty nine dollars but. Well, eighty nine ninety nine. But if you look on down a ways, you can find the seventy three dollar one. It it does come with Prime shipping. I did check that out. It does come with the whisk disc, so you can get it for seventy three ninety seven at Amazon. Um, if you want to go to QVC, <clears throat> it's a bit more expensive right now, but you can also get free shipping if you order it certain days when they have free shipping events and if you should need to put it on your cue card to pay for it that's another reason you might go there um it's 9999 there i think we got it on a today special value or something i don't remember now it's been a couple months it is item K403574. That's K403574. You can reach QVC by going to QVC.com or calling 800-345-1212 or 800-345-1515, which may be another reason to order it from QVC if you don't want to go to the web and do it, which you have to do with Amazon, which is okay, but you know some people don't like to do that. All you have to put in the search field is cordless food chopper. Now, QVC only has one. Amazon has. There's some other results that come up. I did not see that they were cordless, but anyway, I didn't really look either. If you want to call KitchenAid themselves and ask questions, you're going to need to call KitchenAid Small Appliances. Their number is 800 541 6390.
0: That's 800-541-6390. All right. Well, now I guess it's... My- One more thing. Oh, go ahead.
1: One more go thing. Ahead. I wanted to tell them the difference between a food chopper and a food processor. The food chopper does not have the tall chute that sticks up like a food processor. It does not have grating and slicing blades like a processor it is strictly a chopper.
10: Right.
0: Okay, now I'm going to lay this
1: recorder down. We're going to chop some lettuce for tacos. Yeah, we're going
0: to have we're going to have tacos today, so I guess I'll put this in my pocket, the recorder. I think. Here we go. All right, okay, now what what I'm going to attempt to describe this thing, and as she said, it is a KitchenAid cordless food chopper. And um, if you look at this thing, um, it has a I guess you'd call it a pot, I guess they call it a bowl, whatever you want to call it.
1: It's a chopper bowl.
0: Yeah, And it's about uh, 5 inches round and it's about, I believe that's uh, 12 inches tall, sitting on the base of the unit and the bowl sitting on top, uh, about 9 inches I guess. So between 9 and 12. let's see, there really isn't a whole lot to explain as far as controls uh, on the very front, if you turn it around the very front of the unit you'll find a slide switch and you can flip it from left to right and when it's all the way to the left is off when it's on one click, and it does click very distinct clicks, that's low and the last click over is high. So depending on how fast you want to uh, chop and what you're chopping, chopping, you can can decide what speed you want to use. Okay, so we'll start, I'm going to remove the the whole pot or bowl off of the unit, off of the base unit. The base unit is about another Oh, uh, close six inches in round. Diameter. It's a, uh, in diameter. It's it's just a little bit wider than what the pot is, so it can hold the it can hold the bowl. Okay, now we have <coughs> a lid on the top of this pot. I'm gonna. It's got a um, on the. Uh, there's a handle on this pot and up above the handle there is uh, is your lid and if you bring your f- uh, finger over to where the handle is, keeping your hands on the top of this thing, you'll find a little round circle. That's, uh, you're going to use that when you go to chop, but if you take a hold of that and turn the lid that would be clockwise. You could take that lid off, which I just did. Now inside the pot, the bowl, the bowl um, it comes with the chopping blade and it also comes with a whisking blade. Chris, you want to explain what the whisk, whisk, the whisk whisking blade does? The
1: whisking disc is just what it says. It's a round disc and it's plastic. It's not metal like the blades. The whisking disc is for, um, like, if you wanted to make whipped cream or if you wanted to make uh, if you wanted to whisk stuff for gravy. Or if you wanted to whisk a salad dressing that you're making, something like that.
0: Okay. So if I don't knock it off the table, I'll be in good shape. That's great Christmas. Yeah. Um, Chris, whenever you talk, talk just a little bit louder because I have the recorder in my pocket. Okay. Okay, now, inside this pot, it uh, when you get it from, when you take it out of the box, you'll see a little, uh, and you have the lid off like I just took off, and there's a post that sticks up. And if you take your hands down onto, you'll see a, a round flat thing, and that is your whisk, uh, your whisker.
1: And it's plastic. And it's okay.
0: plastic. No blade. So you're going to take that out today because we're not going to be whisking. We're going to be chopping. So anyway, so I, I have taken that out and laid it aside. <laughs> I say that, but i got to make sure I know where it is. Okay. <clears throat> now... After you take that out, you'll see and you want to be very careful with these because this is your chopping blade. And the the, the what I need to tell you is that blade is very sharp so the yeah, way like I have a chopper blade. yeah like any chopper blade anybody that does any chopping or slicing you know knows this stuff has to be sharp otherwise it wouldn't work so anyway what I figured out was an easy way to get a hold of this blade th- there's a post that's sticking up that the whisk and the uh, blade is on and I have the whisk out I'm going to bring my hands down on this post it's sticking up and I'm going to come you'll see a little round thing don't go down any farther than the round thing because that is the edge of the uh, not the blade but it's the container that holds that the blade you're going to take a hold of that round thing if you need to take it off and you're going to lift that up and take that round blade off and keep your fingers on that round uh, piece and that way you can you can stay away from the blades. Okay, that and um let's see, I'm gonna put the unit back onto the chopper. I put the in bl- and I'm gonna I have just the blade in there. And what what you do when you when you put it in on the onto the cho- onto the base, when you put the 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 Bowl onto the base. Um, you'll you'll set the the um, sort of move the bowl around a little bit so that it will drop down flush on the base, and then turn it counterclockwise, and it'll lock. Okay. So <clears> then <throat> after you do that. Then you put in whatever you're going to put into the, the uh, unit, and then you're going to put the lid on, and the way you do that is you take I take the lid in my hand, find the handle on the bowl itself, and that little uh, finger-like thing that sticks out on the lid, you're going to just turn it so that you can... Uh, it's going to be close to the same at lining up with the handle, but you're going to put it on so that the pot lid will come down f- uh, flush with the bowl itself and then flick it counterclockwise.
1: Like any other chopper or processor, everything has to be aligned properly or it won't start.
0: Yeah, and I want to I make that point. This unit absolutely, positively, will not start if uh, if you don't have the lid on, Correct. well, you can't even start it if you don't have the lid on, and... Uh,
1: They're all like that.
0: Yeah, the, it, it's a safety feature. You can't accidentally get in there and touch those blades, because it will not start, and I want to make that clear, because... Well, because. <laughs> um, all right. So, <clears throat> what we're going to do now is um, gonna get my recorder out of the way, <laughs> and let's see where's a good place to put it Put it right there. Okay. So, what we're going to do today, we're going to chop some lettuce. I have already chopped some onions.
1: We did that that. the other day because we were making onions for something else.
0: Yeah, we were making onions for stew, I believe it was.
1: This is about, oh, I don't know, half a head of lettuce. Okay. More or less.
0: Now, as I said, on the the front of the chopper, uh, there's a slide switch. And like I said, it's low, I mean off, then low, and then high. That's just the speed that you're going to chop with
1: now you do have to cut your lettuce up in hunks that will obviously fit into the processor right in the chopper
0: right so what i'm going to do chris has some lettuce here and uh, what i'm going to do is i have the lid off of the chopper I'm going to
1: and the blade in.
0: And the blade is in and I'm going to just sort of put mm-hmm. some a just bunch of this lettuce. Arrange it. Arrange it in and in, down into the chopper. Okay. And I can put a good bit in there. because um, it's going to it will chop pretty quick, so So okay. Now I've got I've got some lettuce in the uh, chopper. I'm going to get my lid. I'm I'll bring it over to the uh because the chopper uh, is all the bowl is already on the base and I'm going I got the lettuce and stuff in there and I'm going to line that um, little finger that sticks out from the lid uh with the uh, with the handle and then turn it counterclockwise till it locks
1: and it clicks into place
0: it does so what I'm going to do now I'm going to I'm going to put it on high by taking the slide switch to the right, and like I said, it won't do anything till you press the button on the lid now, and, 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 and it will work now because the lid is locked into place, and I'm just going gonna, gonna, to, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to go ahead and push the button, and you're going to hear some noise. And I'm going to let it run for a couple of seconds or so, and then I will take the lid off and look and see if I need to grind, uh, chop this up in this lettuce up any more than what it is. So, here we go. Okay, I'm going to take the lid off and just Put my hands down in there. And like I said, this thing will not run. <clears throat> okay, I could use a little bit more in there. And take my lid off and look at it again. And it doesn't look... Well, there's one little piece that didn't chop, so I'm just gonna break it apart. Make sure. Okay, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a hold of this round post in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the pot, and I'm going to pull it up, and the blade's going to come out, and and I'm going to it's still on the post, and I'm just going to set it down. I have a tray here that I ha- I can set that on. That's out of the way. Turn my bowl counterclockwise so it unlocks. And I've got a bowl here, and I'm going to just scrape all this stuff out and get it into the bowl, Okay, and and obviously I've I've got more lettuce to work with so I'm going to put the uh, pot back on my chopper. Lock, get a hold of my and, and lock, the bowl, into lock the bowl into place by turning it counterclockwise and I'm gonna take my blades and set them down over that post there we go and put some more lettuce in there I'll do that and of course you know how lettuce is it comes apart in like pieces
1: Yeah, it's
5: layered.
0: The leaves are all layered. Yeah, because of layered leaves. That's a good name for a song, Layered Leaves. Look at that. What do you think about that, Chris? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: I think it's a better name for a book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to put a bunch of it in here now. Because this thing is extremely powerful as far as, you know, the way it works and...
1: And before you're done, let them hear, you don't have to do it on lettuce, but let them hear what low sounds like.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And all of this, the the, um, bowl and the blades are, and the whisk blade too, the whisk disc, uh, all of those are dishwasher safe.
0: Yes, they are. Okay, now, so what I'll do then, I'll show you, where, well I used high the last time, I'm just going to show you, but then I'm going to go up on high first, or a- after that. This will be low, okay, I'm going to flip it up on high. take my lid off and take a look and see what we got. And actually, that looks pretty good. I had a whole bunch of lettuce in there. So I'm going to pull that left and get a hold of that post and pull the blade out, set it down on my tray over here.
1: If it's helpful for you to know, um, it's being chopped to about the consistency of Taco Bell lettuce Yeah. their tacos. It's... it's, it's fine but i would call it a um, a larger um well what would you call that it's it's not real fine because if you get it too fine it turns kind of watery it's sort of a large a larger grate of um, Yeah, the longer you let it chop,
0: the the finer it gets.
1: But you don't want water, so you have to kind of stop and check it.
0: Okay, so we'll do this. Put some more... I'm going to put my blades back down over the post, make sure it locks, which it did.
1: Those of you who've used a processor or a chopper very much have probably done what I've done before accidentally, and that's put the stuff in before you put, forgetting to put your blades back in first. Because
0: Yeah, you definitely want to make sure your blades are And then you, are are you have to there.
1: empty it and start all over.
0: Yeah, so you definitely don't want to do that. If you don't have to i'm putting another batch of lettuce in here we use a lot of lettuce for tacos and i'll chop this one up and okay put my bit my lid back on and turned it counterclockwise and locked it and now i'm gonna chop once more Lid off and check it. Let's see what I got here. I'll be quiet. Watch. <laughs> okay, let's see. Alright, that looks like it could use a little bit more. Some of it. So I'll put my lid back on and let's do this again. You have, you have the, the, you have the uh, ability to, if you let you, could, you can pulse it by pressing the button, letting it go, pressing the button, let me, letting it go, you know, things like that, so you can pulse it. I'm going to look at this again, and uh, let's see, let me go out here. Okay. All right. Now I'll take my blades out, set it down on the tray, and bring my pot counter uh, clockwise to take it off the uh, the base. Bring it over to my bowl, and we will get all. I'll take my hands and just get it all out of the bowl. And make sure that I got most of that out, and then I'll put the pot back on the chopper, lock it into place, <clears throat> and do
1: uh, a little more.
0: Yeah, you know, a little bit more lettuce, I guess. We'll um, put my blades back in.
1: Probably the take chopper. as long
0: because it won't be a whole chop of work. And I got to put the blade back down in by holding that post, and, and I'm keeping my hands away from from that blade. So I'm just going to stuff all this stuff, lettuce in here, what's left, and that'll that'll get rid of that. I love this thing. I mean, <laughs> we had uh, some pulling and chops and everything, and they're great. But this is a lot faster, you know, because you, you can put bunches of stuff in there and chop it up. You can use it for chopping nuts. You can, you know.
1: The truth is he likes motors.
0: Yeah. I like I like uh-huh. power tools. <laughs> That's my, my favorite stuff. Put the lid back on, and we'll get rid of this uh, lettuce here. Get it chopped up. see what we got I took my lid off on my tray and I will take a look and see what we have here and that looks pretty good take my blade out I'm setting it straight up on my tray that way uh, my hands are away from that blade because I was I was holding on to the post that I you know that it's that it runs on so now I took my bowl off and i'm going to get all this stuff out of the
1: bowl and what i do when i put it in the dishwasher any of these kind of blades is i put it in the top shelf over one of the spindles that stick up and then i put if i've got a bowl a plastic bowl or something big that i'm washing i just set it over the blades and they get clean just fine that way you know right where they are when you put your hand in there. Okay,
0: everything is chopped now. I don't have any more to chop up. There's some little crumbs there, but I'm not going to bother with those because they're not worth putting in there. I might take a bite.
1: Lettuce, as mm-hmm. you know, is... Um It's hard to get it really fine. Now, my mom was really good. She could take a serrated knife and do just what we did just now. Right. Me, I'm not that good with that. I just, she was real good at it.
0: So I have all the lettuce, and it is all chopped up, ready for the tacos. And like I said, it's a, it's a great machine. I love this thing. It does come uh, when you take it out of the box. It's got the chopper and and the whisker blade and the and the and the chopping blade is already inside, and the whisker sitting on top of the chopping blade down on that post. Um, it comes with a charger and it has a uh, one thing you might want to know about that charger is (laughs) a lot of people run into this stuff with with KitchenAid cordless products Um, you have to turn the slide switch on the front completely that would be clockwise to the left until it stops then if you take your finger to the stick it in there where the switch is uh, to the left of the of the thing that s- sticks out that you fl- you know turn it on and off with, there is a little round hole, and that little round hole is where you plug the charger in you can't plug it in unless that switch is off you can't it won't see it won't hole. go in you can't well you can see it, but it, you can't do anything with it. So anyway, so so you know that because uh, I remember the first cordless KitchenAid product that we got, we spent an hour trying to figure out how to put the how to plug the charger into it, and we finally, you know, something clicked in one of our brains, I guess, and uh, we figured it out. So and, and and they do the same thing with all of their uh, cordless products. They, you you can't plug the charger in unless the switch is off. So, anyway So, that's how the unit works Chris, would you like to give the information about the product?
1: Okay Yeah, I was over there covering the lettuce And if any of you have ever tried to work with a roll of saran wrap I lost my edge So, now i got to find the edge <laughs> Anyway, this is a KitchenAid cordless 5 cup food chopper KitchenAid is K-I-T-C-H-E-N-A-I-D You're going to see several model numbers. KF is in Frank CB519, or you might see KFCB529. It can be purchased from Amazon for $73.97, but now you do have to look around for the price. Um, it's not the first price you see The first price you see is going to be $89.99 But if you look on down You can get the $73 price um, You can go to QVC If you want to order uh, QVC.com or QVC by phone It is item number K403574 That's K403574 Its current price is ninety nine ninety nine, but it does Change prices periodically Um, QVC's phone is 800-345-1212 or 800-345-1515. You can also call KitchenAid Small Appliances if you have questions. For a problem, if you order it, and you know maybe you're not sure about something, eight zero zero five four one six three nine zero. That's eight zero zero five four one six three nine zero.
0: Okay. Now, wh- when you're all done chopping, uh, like I said, you can remove the, the pot or, or bowl, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, they call it a bowl. They call it a bowl. A pot Looks you, more like a pot to me, a but
1: pot you cook in or plant
0: flowers in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you take that pot off of the the uh, uh, off of the base.
1: They actually call it a work bowl.
0: By by you know turning it clockwise and so by taking hold of the candle the handle and spinning it a little bit uh, clockwise, that'll come off. Then you take out your. Um, your uh, grab grab a hold of the post and that's going to have your blade on it most likely right at the time to take that out and set that aside by holding it on at the post not onto the blade okay then when you want to clean the blade you um, good idea if you can if you can do it, uh, maybe to put that in a, in a wet towel so that what you when, you know when you hold it the blades are sharp and you don't want them cutting your fingers or anything. And I tried that and it, and it really works because it sort of keeps the sharpness of the blade down and, and I can clean the blades and it works good. So at least for me it does. So um, after you do that, um, then you take the bowl and you can take it over to the sink or wherever you're going to take it a trash can or whatever. And if there's any stuff in there, you can sort of scrape it out and run some water and maybe put some uh, dish soap in there and clean it all out so you don't have any uh, like pieces of little strand uh, pieces of lettuce or something laying in there. You don't want anything in there.
1: Or you can rinse it and throw it in your dishwasher.
0: Yeah. You can throw the... Uh,
1: Which is my preference.
0: <laughs> the, yeah, you can throw the, the bowl in the dishwasher. Um, I like to get most of the stuff out of it, though, because oh, the yeah. last thing I want to do is plug up my drain on my dishwasher.
1: Oh, definitely. You want to rinse it. And I've been accused of washing my dishes before I put them in the dishwasher, but, you know.
0: And, of course, um, after you do that, and you get everything clean. Put it all back together. You just put the uh bowl back on the base and then turn the uh line it up, the line the, the little finger on the lid up with your handle. This is after you put your blades and stuff back in there, holding it by the post. And uh you you uh flip the uh the lid um Counter-clockwise, and it'll lock into place because you already have the bowl locked onto the base. So then you're all ready to go for the next time around. But that's how the unit works. If you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at bill at billsparks.org. That's bill at org. And if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, he will get a hold of us and we'll make sure you get the answers to the questions you have.
1: Or you can do like somebody did last week who had a question. If you're on the Coffee Club list, you can write the Coffee Club. Or you can reach us during this broadcast by calling 646-876-9923 that's 646-876-9923 press pound as instructed when you're asked for the user ID I mean the sorry the meeting ID enter 2877234600 that's 287 287- Seven two three four six zero zero, followed again by the pound sign. When you're asked for a user ID, you just press pound, and you'll be in the room with us where you may ask your question or make your comment regarding the KitchenAid 5-cup food process, uh, food chopper.
0: Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next time for another, another
1: exciting, exciting demo. demo.
2: Thank you very much. I see we've already got a question.
3: Yeah, we do from Ed, Ed Schwilk. Ed, so can you unmute yourself, please? Oops. There we go.
7: Actually, yeah. I don't have a question. I just wanted to say that um, they do have it on QVC. I looked it up, and it's on sale right now for eighty nine, and oh. you, it's five fifty shipping and handling. The colors are blue, red, black, gray, and white.
1: We we got ours for seventy nine, but it was a today special value or one time only or something like that. Yeah. And if you wait till Sunday or the weekend, lots of times they have free shipping weekends.
7: Yeah, well, and they must because I, I looked and they did not have a video of it. Because usually, like when they present something, they um, you know they'll have a video of that you can watch <laughs> of a previous presentation of it or whatever. Right. I didn't I didn't look on Amazon. I just happened to look on Q. B.C. and uh, they do have it there but I agree though probably if you wait to like uh, maybe even um, what is today Wednesday uh, yeah, so maybe even tonight during In the Kitchen with David, or de- if not tonight, definitely Sunday, they'll probably have free shipping and handling.
1: And with all Look. the colors, they shouldn't be out just yet, so you should be No, good.
7: they got, it didn't say that they were low, or, low on any of them or anything, but yeah, it it looks pretty good. Now, I, I wonder, because I was looking at that, I wonder how well it does with onions.
1: Well, stuff. very well. We did some onions the day before, I made, or maybe two days, I made beef stew, and we chopped all of the onions for the stew and the tacos with that. It does very well.
3: And no tears. You won't be crying when you do that, Chris. Well, right? Yeah, well,
7: (laughs) maybe. Now, when you do your onions, obviously, you probably got to pretty much cut them in half to put them in there, right, in order for them to chop it.
1: They say you can do a whole onion. I did not. We cut them in about quarters, just, you know, half and then half again.
7: Well, I got a KitchenAid corded chopper, and my wife yells at me because I'm a big kitchen gadget person. I mean, I love kitchen gadgets. That's my weakness. Hers is... DoorDash. Mine is Kitchen Gadgets. So. We love Kitchen Gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so do I. Um, I'll have to come back up. I'm getting a Ninja Speedy. I um, Probably tomorrow, and I'll have to come up in a week or two and let everybody know how it is. I unfortunately though it doesn't really look like it's going to be too blind accessible.
1: Did so, you see the Ninja waffle maker, the vertical waffle maker?
7: Yeah, I saw that, and to be honest with you, I like the one done by Power XL better. Oh, yeah. um, it this one, I mean, I know you, you know, you open it up and you pour it in. Uh, I don't know, I just kind of like the other one where it kind of reminds me of the pancake pan that I bought my wife for Christmas last year because the pancake pan, you just put it on top of the stove and you put the pancake batter in and then you just wait and then you just flip, you know, it's got two pans that are attached together and you just flip it over and cook the other side and it makes perfect pancakes. Hmm. And that's what the Power XL waffle maker reminds me of.
1: This one, you you don't open it to pour the batter, you just pour it, down a chute, it's
7: a pretty yeah. wide chute,
1: and then you just yeah. open it to take it out. But.
7: Yeah, I saw that, but the Power XL one is a lot cheaper <laughs> well, maybe,
1: the. I, don't know, I hadn't looked at that one.
7: Yeah, it's like let's see. I think the Power XL one I saw it was like 39, and I think the Ninja waffle maker was like over 100.
3: Well, before, before Chris gets to her recipe, quick, what is the uh, quickly? What is the Ninja Speedy?
7: The Ninja Speedy is basically okay you know how people complain about air fried my wife for one complains about that the meat is too dry well this you can actually do a whole meal in 15 minutes you can put dry pasta in the pot with the water or whatever you want to use and the vegetables and then you put the uh this little tray over on top and then that's where you would put like your chicken or whatever you want to cook and then it steams and it crisps. It does all different kinds, it even sous vide, which I've never done that. But um, it's got 12 functions, but it makes the meat moist because it steams the rice or pasta or whatever at the same time that it cooks your chicken and it takes only about 15 minutes to cook all that. So you can do a whole meal in 15
2: minutes. So. she's Uh-oh. on it Chris is on it.
7: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well I
2: had another comment too but I'll wait and do that. Next no week you gotta you can make about... the comment. go oh, ahead. Okay well um, when you
7: guys were talking about everything going to phones and stuff like that, I was out of town and my wife wanted groceries, so I got on Walmart and ordered, uh, ordered groceries. And I had them delivered to the house, and I told her, I said, now the the Walmart person should be there, you know, delivering the food, so we we'll kind of watched. And she called me back and she goes, it never got here. So I, I got on the app and I looked and it's like, well, it says it's been delivered. And then I looked at the picture and it's like, that's not our house. So I um called Door um Walmart and they said well it was delivered and I said uh, look I said my wife went out it's not there. So I looked closer and it was delivered to the wrong address. Here it was the next door neighbor and my wife didn't know how to get there so she called her dad. And here is my wife who is totally blind, my her her dad who is you know 92 and here they were going over to the neighbors <laughs> collecting their groceries.
10: Oh, so I thought, yeah. Like, yeah,
7: the neighbors were probably looking out saying, yeah, look at that. They're over there stealing that woman's groceries. But they didn't have any issues or anything. But, you know, you really got to watch stuff like that. I mean, I agree. I heard somebody on here saying that they're really kind of, you know, some of this serv- these services are kind of lacking now. So... I, I don't know.
2: Well, it's too bad, A, you had a bad experience, and, B, it's good they had a phone number you could contact somebody, and, well, C, you were able to see the picture where it had been delivered because we would have been out of luck. So at least that's a good thing, but I would urge you to try them again oh, at some point. I,
7: I've done them since then, but um, I they don't have a number. What I did was I called the local Walmart. and I They them do have no.
2: a number. Though Chris has it, and we've got it, and we'll read it to you next week. But they do have a number, an eight 800- hundred. Are you on the
1: coffee club list, Ed? Um, I don't
7: know. <laughs> oh, okay. But,
2: but anyway, it's eight hundred nine two four nine two zero six. If my memory is correct, eight hundred nine two four nine two zero six.
7: Well, Jeff knows me. He could put me on that list if he wanted to. No, I can't actually. uh... Oh, oh, darn. Oh, well, I thought maybe, you know, I I found out something new about you. I mean, I always thought you had weak hands. Now you got soft ones too, huh?
2: He, Ed, you really don't want to go where Jeff is.
3: (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs)
2: no you don 't no you, and if you go
3: to the website you you can subscribe to the list from the website uh, at uh, and
2: but that number is right there eight hundred and nine two four nine two oh six, and they will speak you can speak to a human, and you was right by calling the local store, but they will do that, and they will rectify it and correct problems and actually they 're the only service I know that that does that. I'm not sure you can do that with Instacart or sometimes DoorDash you can, but you... Well, we've had a couple
7: of issues with DoorDash where we would order stuff and then they would not, uh, they neglected to bring some stuff so i would get on there and then i would you know basically tell them and they would either credit us or they would you know they would put it back on the card and so i usually just have them credit and it you know i mean i've had a few issues where we wouldn't get stuff but they've always made it right so you know that's good
2: yeah it just happens
7: yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I have used Walmart since. In fact, it was after I got home and we ordered uh, from Walmart, and they took them to the same address again. Luckily, though, because I, I told my wife, I said I'm going to go outside and I'm going to wait for them. And I saw this car pulling next door, and I saw this lady start carrying up groceries. Mm-hmm. I said, "Excuse me," and she was yes. I said. Are those for uh, Ed? And she goes, well, they're for Kathy. I said, well, that's my wife. I said, you're at the wrong house again. She goes, well, I was just going by the picture. I said, well, it's this house here. So she brought him over and she went to leave. And I said, why don't you take a picture of this house so that way you'll know next time. And she did. But so they were gonna take it to the wrong but you know, wrong address again.
3: What's wrong with reading the house number? Is that is that something that they can't do anymore? I forgot. Maybe people I, can't I, read I,
7: I guess that's you know, it's probably the same people that want to eliminate our gas stoves, which you don't even want to get in the oh, Yeah. Of. But um, yeah, I mean our address was four twelve and they took it to four sixteen. Now, I I don't know, I mean that's pretty self explanatory and our numbers are I mean, I always turned on the lights so they could see the numbers if it was past dark, you know getting past close to dark or whatever and i mean it was a white background with big black letters so i mean even i can see that so if i can see it i hope they can so uh that they just said they just took it to the wrong address it's
2: like yeah, yeah it's like but anyway, uh, I just wanted it. to call
7: in and say hi I haven't been in here for a while but uh, and that chopper looks really neat but I know if I bought it I'd be sleeping out in the shed tonight so <laughs> but our, oh and by the way the pe- um, I'm trying to think of the people who did the review um, shoot um, of the chopper but we heard your clock in the background and I told my wife I said that sounds like our clock and that's the one that's going off right now it's a wall clock
1: Yes, ours is a wall clock.
7: Yeah. Oh, well, I bet you it's the same one because it sounds just like ours. So, all right, well, I'm going to go. So everybody have a great evening or er, day.
2: All right, Ed, take care. All right. We're going to be just a minute late, Dave, since my Chris might as well read her recipe. What's mm-hmm. another minute, right, then?
1: Okay, well, this is chicken or chicken nuggets and that are chip crusted. You'll need six ounces of chips crushed. You can do it in the food processor or a Ziploc bag with a rolling pin. One and a half pounds of skinless, boneless chicken cut into one to two inch pieces. One egg, two tablespoons milk, one half cup flour, one teaspoon salt, one half teaspoon black pepper, and any other spices you want. And by the way, six ounces of crushed chips should equal... Well, six ounces of chips crushed should equal about two cups. You're going to place crushed chips in a shallow bowl. You're going to place your egg and milk in another shallow bowl. Place your chicken in a zippered bag. Add flour and seasonings to the bag and shake well. Working with a few pieces at a time, shake off any excess flour and um, dredge each piece in the egg mixture and then into the chips. Preheat your air fryer or oven to 400. If using air fryer, spritz the nuggets with oil. And you're going to fry them in a single layer, eight to nine minutes, flipping halfway through if your fryer requires it. Repeat that until the process is finished, because you're probably gonna have to make
11: two makings
1: out of it, depending on how big your air fryer is.
11: If you're using the
1: oven, you're gonna preheat the oven to 400 and place nuggets on a rack over a baking sheet and bake for 20 minutes. And you also might wanna flip halfway over. And you can dip in your favorite sauce, it says.
2: Well, there we go, and off goes my phone, Dan. Right, right is. Uh, we're going off the air. So thank you, Chris, and she'll post that to the list, and you'll see it, and you can enjoy those. Any final things before I hit the button? And next week we'll be in Florida.
1: The chicken looks really good. We've looked at it; it's done.
4: Oh
2: yeah.
1: I bet
2: it smells good, too. So, all right. Well, you all have a good week. We'll see you from Naples next week. Have a great one. Bye-bye.